In this episode, we continue our conversation around the cast of Mixish, and we'll introduce our mixed message segment. Okay, so let's just dive right in because we have, you know, all the rest of the characters to discuss as well. Let's Um, make this clean. You know, Bo's father, grandfather, siblings. And um, so we're going to give our take on all of it. And let's start with Bo's father, Paul Johnson. (laughs) So we know him best from Saved by the Bell. And he has had quite Mm -hmm. a successful career in TV drama since his time playing a smart mouth teen. Now Mm -hmm. he's returned back to the sitcom world and is nailing his comedic role. He's really a pleasure to watch. Yeah. When he was on the panel at the um, SCAD fest, you know, I didn't realize how much drama he had done, um, you know, in between and that this was actually um, returning back to the comedy, you know, he's just so good in this role. He's so good. And he, he I loved how he was so talking about how humbled he was to get this part, you know? And I was thinking as a, as a white man in the show about race, mm-hmm. you know, but he was so um, just, he's just awesome to watch. He brings so much and all of these characters say something about the other one. And mm-hmm. that's how they draw out these portraits. And so it's uh, his, he's, he's really good. The relation to each other. Yeah. So good job, Mark Paul. I remember, you know, at the, at the panel, the executive producer, Peter talking about, you know, Paul is 15 years in the game with this marriage with his strong black wife and their experiences are meshed to create a unique way of raising their daughter. I thought when he said that, I was like, yes, come on. Like, you know, no one's going to be the expert but you in your life, you know, basically is what he was saying. So um, we had to give him some more credit. Really, you know, they're still navigating through a racist society, but, um, you know, they know each other well. He you know? he gets major props for being an awesome husband and dad. I'll tell yes. you that. And uh, he even said in that panel at Savannah, <clears throat> Savannah College of Art and Design, he said, listen, I think about Paul and I try to like, Paul, what would you do when he's thinking about his own children? Mm-hmm. He was so cute. So this is definitely a new take on an American dad. Mm-hmm. So that's super fun to watch unfold. Stay um, at home in the 80s. So mm-hmm. unrealistic. But I, I love how they snuck in the earth conscious and green lifestyle. He has a garden. Show. Yes, he's very much a hippie. But, you know, he was also a protester of classism at Berkeley Law where he met Alicia, Bo's mother. And so, um, you know, their activism, their earth consciousness, their, you know, um, just all of it is, is fun, you know, but he would definitely be placed very well. I think, I don't know how it was, you know, when he was growing up, but like, I guess the hippies were into some of that, but like, he's definitely like, the environmental piece is very now. Yeah, and, it's a, and we're it's trying a, to save our planet. Yeah, and I just go back to that's why there's something in this show for everyone. Yeah. And so other Paul has to deal with being other all the time. And mm-hmm. so even if you're a white man watching mixed dish, like there is something that everybody can identify with. Um, mm-hmm. So Zach Morris from Say by the Bell is a great mixed race <laughs> biracial uh, family dad. So it's awesome. Yeah. And then father Harrison Johnson, the third is Bo's grandfather, Paul's father and played by Gary Cole. Hilarity. No. <laughs> Cole has a long standing career in comedy um, and plays a dead on white privileged male of the eighties. He's constantly oh. showing how he lives 
you know, his life as above the law, so to speak, with his cocaine references <laughs> while hobnobbing his way through life as a law firm, you know, in his law firm and at his fancy country clubs. And, you know, he often says that racist bias and flat out ignorant comment that you're, you know, that is like, yeah. Oh, you're often stuck on what you're often stuck on what he just said and you miss the line. And yes. it's hilarious because he delivers it with the same kind of like, uh, you know, bravery and courage that um, I think a lot of people of that generation and of that mindset have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's very authentic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you have some Harrisons in your life? Oh, sure did. Sure did. <laughs> blood related. A blood related. And it's funny because, you know, Harrison is just, you want to smack him sometimes, but he, lo- he loves his grandchildren. And again, mm-hmm. if you can't understand that duality, this is what we're talking about when we're mm-hmm. talking about growing up mixed. Mm-hmm. He um, says racist things, but adores his as he says, he this comes out of his mouth, but mm-hmm. I adore my brown grandchildren. Now, there mm-hmm. are problems in that, and mm-hmm. we, I live those problems, mm-hmm. but it's it's really uh, revealing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Harrison, oh, then he comes up against his counterpoint in Denise, a.k.a. Aunt Dee Dee, who is Bo's very funny, very real, very down-to-earth auntie who keeps it real. Um, they have a hysterical rivalry that perfectly captures the dichotomies in mixed lives. Um, these are characters whose dynamic and individual sense of the world have left indelible marks on each of our lives. So um, Dee Dee uh, is just um, like she, I, I could, she, I could pick her out mm-hmm. of so many people I grew up with um, mm-hmm. and she, we, we get to see about her perspective as well and where she's coming from. And I love how she's often on the other side of her fence of her sister, which goes to show that within families, all black, all white, mixed race, you have people of differing uh, mentalities. And so we get to see their interplay um, between each other. And then we learn so much more about the family. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, like we said about the the writing, like, and the the humor that both of you know, Dee Dee as Bo's aunt and Alicia's sister, the comedy that she and the grandfather bring and the writing that we see in there is just so rich. And I remember Peter, the co-creator talking about, um, you know, often kind of crossing the line, but then the writer in the writer's room, you know, they really have to all work as a team to not cross the line. And um, with the writing of these characters, because it could get, quote unquote mean, so to speak, but, um, but they do push it, (laughs) you know, they push it and they are raw and honest about it. I appreciate it. And it's funny. But that's what's so real is like in families, it does get mean, but you never doubt for a second, the love in in the, in this family is there. Mm -hmm. Um, and it got mean in some fun times in my family. Um, Mm -hmm. we had some very uncomfortable moments when I started setting up for myself and started calling things out as I became older and, um, you know, teaching, always teaching, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, but going back to Dee, um, she's played by Christina Anthony and she's a second city alum from Chicago's comedy scene. Of course she is, Bravo. um, not a surprise. And, uh, she's the black culture aficionado of the show for sure. She prides herself on telling her nieces and nephews about all things black. <laughs> and her dream is for the kids to be accepted and embrace the black community and nurtures them through their experiences alongside Alicia and Paul. 
And, you know, it's that black auntie that's like, look, we need to get your hair together. We need to <laughs> we need to get those clothes together. Let's let's get it all together. Cause I definitely had that auntie. We need um, her. In and out of my life. We need her. I mean, but again, Mixus Mixus gives us this rich, complex, complex character who gives tough love to Bo and and the whole family. She doesn't let them off the hook with right. their optimism about mm-hmm. race in America. Yeah. And that has always stayed with me. Um uh, with, with the, this, this certain similar character in my life. Um, I needed that point of view in mm-hmm, my life to mm-hmm, teach me. Mm-hmm. I got it in a very loving way mm-hmm. um, sometimes um, and in not so loving ways sometimes. Um, we have to keep it real with each other because we don't want us to learn those lessons on the street or in a violent way or in a, you know, yeah, it's real. like devastating way. So um, tough yes. love, <laughs> be truthful. Um, and so she's a very strong character, a very strong woman, and we all need that balance in her life. And I wish I had Aunt Dee Dee earlier on so she could have taught me how to wrap my hair. I'll mm, just say. Right. <laughs> but I also, I think I definitely had more of those friendships growing up, though, you know, my black friends that it wouldn't be too many <laughs> growing up, you know, again, majority white um, situation with school uh, in the elementary years, especially. But I would have those friends that, often would think they need to take on the role of educating me on all things black or, you know, um, just the black culture and all that. So it's, it's a definitely an interesting, um, twist there, but yeah, <laughs> it's not all kubaya and we are the world, right? <laughs> right. It's not. And, um, it's important, um, to teach, to teach reality. Yes. Um, uh, we just, we just believe that there's more than one version of that. Right. Um, and you know, I like in this episode too, how they break down in 1985. Um, you know, it's just so different than it is in 2020. You know, there's a scene of Bo entering the cafeteria at lunch, um, trying to determine where she will sit. And her younger siblings appear to have chosen their racial friend groups rather easily. And Johan, her brother, uh, chooses his black friends and wears his hip hop chain, for example, while Santa Monica is decked out in all things Madonna. Mm. And Bo is left bewildered because she doesn't want to choose. And, um, you know, FYI, episode two does dive into this a little deeper. But let's let's talk about Johan because Bo's younger brother is played by Ethan William uh, Childress, Childress, rather, if I messed that up, I'm sorry, Ethan. Um, and he does a great job at playing the fun-loving and carefree younger brother who is slightly aware of his mixed race, but not to a point he's cynical yet, and mostly because of his age. But as we see his character played in Blackish as the older version of himself by the brilliant actor David um, Diggs, who did incredible in the original cast of Hamilton. I love him, (laughs) but, um, you know, he is just optimistic. He just has a lighter, um, approach to life, you know? Um, and you know, Johan, he's just optimistic and no matter the circumstances, I love him so far. He's such a cute. And he will fight a cat too. He will fight a cat when he needs to. We see that in some upcoming episodes, which I love. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he's a carefree. You have a younger brother. Yeah. I had a, I had a younger brother, five years younger. And so it was different for us. I think it is. And I'm so glad that Mixed Dish tackles that in a coming of age story for, but from both a, a male and a female perspective, um, you know, for my brother, I don't know if it was different because 
I had the hair thing to deal with and he could maybe, uh, you know, not deal with that part of it. I don't know if it was sports and that guys just don't overtly talk about this stuff. Sorry if I'm being, you know, gender, uh, you know, gender specific. I, I don't know what it was, but I just really feel like my brother had a very different experience. And I will say though, I came nine years after loving. I was born mm-hmm. nine years after loving V Virginia. He was born 14 years after loving V Virginia. So there mm-hmm. probably was that period of time in there where things shifted a little bit as we got, you know, you know, more advances of society and mm-hmm. how we dealt with, um, you know, racial identity. Um, mm-hmm. And he was the athlete. And, and well, we both like were he, athletes. Yes, both. Exactly. But, but, the but definitely, player, like, I, I, I think that there may have been something in the boy world I just didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it may have been, but, you know, we're, we'd love to hear your thoughts on growing up mixed race, maybe as a man versus a woman that, mm. or kid, boy or a girl, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's younger sister, um, Santa Monica, the white Tinu bopper. You know, I, I absolutely love her. I had her in Me Too. Everyone had a little Madonna in them, didn't they? And this is like... <laughs> She, she, Ooh, she, my little Christian upbringing though, we were, <laughs> I didn't even get to talk about that in the no, first part of this, but like, you know, Madonna, it was like, we, we were pretty sheltered. That oh. goes back to our little comedy. Well, I get it. I we can't didn't believe have I MTV. was left alone in the basement <laughs> to watch MTV at that age. But listen, yes, I have to say she, she rocked her influence. otherness and the fact she mm. rocked her otherness yeah. before otherness was even celebrate it. And so kudos to you, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, but Santa Monica, she embraced Madonna and she, you know, totally is like my youngest sister who was born in 1987, just the carefree, the pressure free, um, carefree, you know, take on life. And I am who I am. I'm friends with whoever I want to be friends with approach to life, rightfully so, as our generation was blazing the trail for that, though. You know, <laughs> like, I think I think you the reason why you can dissect with your brothers, you blaze the trails a little bit, <laughs> you know, yeah, and it gives us that very individual, even though you're in the same family, you yep. have a very specific experience that's unique to you in terms mm-hmm. of identity. Yeah. Um, but, but Santa Monica Johnson is played, um, by young actress, McCall Michelle Harris. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we, she's we just five years she's, old on the show. She's just a phenomenal talent. Um, she seems to live this pressure free life, um, getting away with most things cause she's cute and her, right. her, her parents are pre- preoccupied with her sister and brother, but you definitely see her as a little protege of Aunt Dee, Dee with that too. Oh, right. So that's really fun to watch their dynamic together. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She has a lot of sass. And just the actress, um, Mikkel, Mikkel Michelle, um, for pronouncing that right, I think she's adorable. Um, and to see, you know, it's Rashida Jones that plays her older in Blackish. And um, to see the younger version mm. of her, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she had it from the from birth, mm, it seems very like. Very consistent storytelling. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, but I'm, you know, I was the oldest. I am, rather, the oldest of three. Um, and understand that carefree character, for sure. And I had a little resentment towards the youngest sister because, you know, they're getting away with a lot. <laughs> So it's again why I relate to Bo. I mean, Bo's thinking about everything way more deeply than the other two. Like they are just like, look, this is who I am. I'm just rolling with it, and I'm happy. 
But, um, you know, the first bows, yes, the overthinker, the, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, trying to, I think, also represent her family well. She knows. She's like, no one's done this before me. You know, so I think there's a little bit of taking that that pressure on. Yeah. Like I am the first. My parents didn't even do this when they were younger because they're not biracial. I'm the first. <laughs> so I need to, you know, and I didn't, yeah. And preparing for the show, I didn't even think about that really until until now. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. So I think we're we're at a place, there's so much more that we'll get into with these characters. Um, but I think we are you know, able to relax into our, um, our, our identities a little Mm -hmm. bit because we've lived these lives or we've come to terms with who, who, how we want to tell the world our story. We are storytellers. So that helps a lot to do with how we process things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think becoming a mom, um, becoming a professional, all of those things help me. And then I'll be honest, you know, when we saw Barack Obama, become president, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. drop the mic. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, <laughs> mm-hmm. we've arrived. And and I say that not just because he was biracial, because he talked about it. Mm-hmm. He t- There was his famous race speech where he addressed, you know, this issue of growing up biracial black boy who had a racist grandmother. And, and just opening the, that that dialogue brings healing. Mm-hmm. And so it's a dialogue that I long to see all my life, which is why we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you, do you feel like you've exhaled a little bit into my, you know, experience, I guess, you know, I I would like to ask the viewers about that. Like, have they exhaled into their identity and you know how um, they came to that? I think, you know, all my life I've, I've um, has been a process of exhaling into my identity. The, The younger years, the college years, becoming a mother and a professional, they all contributed so much to the the journey. And um, yeah, Barack Obama did lead, um, you know, led us to start talking about race in a different way and opened up the conversation in ways that, you know, I needed personally. Um, you know, he was, I was in the voting line with my oldest son. Um, you know, he was like two, maybe, yeah, two months old in line when I was voting for Barack Obama. It was so special like to experience that and just a proud, definitely a proud moment. Um, but this podcast is also part of my exhale. You know, I've been researching and writing about this topic my whole life and, and talking about my experience and seeing events similar to my upbringing in the 80s play out on the show Mixish is therapeutic. It really is. And I know for some, I've heard it's it's a bit triggering and it's hard and they don't even want to go there. And wow. I encourage them to go there um, and be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, you might need to have a glass of wine with it. <laughs> um, I, you know, I did the first couple episodes just like, what am I going to get into? But I um, have loved getting to know these characters and loved getting to know where they're going with the story and just all the tidbits um, in there, it's, it's yeah. awesome. Do, and, Cause don't we all have a need to want to be known? We do. Yeah. So I love watching this with my husband. Cause I'm like, there's things I could never tell him about growing up. And I'm like, they nailed it. Like mm-hmm. just, I'm so glad. And you know, it's just so fun to be known or, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, in yeah. a way that hasn't really been out there much. Yes. So to wrap up, we want to introduce our mixed message segment. <laughs> So to the point of being known, which we think is so important for everybody, no matter who you are, 
we invite you to share your experience with racial identity. Did you have an easy time with it? What did your parents explain to you about race growing up? Or if you're not mixed race, but maybe you grew up in some other category labeled other, like we did, black, white, other, drop us a line on how you formed your own identity and blazed your own trail. Yeah, I'm excited to hear from folks. I want to I want to know. I want to get a sense of what y'all are feeling about all this that we're talking about and the sitcom Mixish. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch. Um and it's a great discussion point. You you know, you could have your mixed message shared on our show as well if you send us a DM with your thoughts. And you can do that through our website mixedlifeatl.com and find us on social media at mixedlifeatl. Make sure to watch the episode uh, two before the next podcast of Mixish so that you can um, understand what we're talking about <laughs> a little bit there. So uh, till next time. Bye. Bye. Mixed Life ATL is recorded in Atlanta, Georgia and produced by SDB 360 LLC and Capacity Media. You can hear us wherever mainstream podcasts can be found. For information on how to advertise your business on this podcast, please message us at mixedlifeatl.com.